and welcome to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I'm Dave, I'm your host, and I'm in Fort Myers, Florida. I teach kindergarten through fifth grade PE, and I love it. It's not always perfect, and it's not always what you think it's going to be, but I love it, and I hope you do too. So today, I want to talk about inspiration and where you can find inspiration um, the way I have in some of the games I've I've created and some of the things I've done in my PE program. So here we go. So I was going to make this a boomer type day. Here it is. But I decided that um, I don't want to limit this to five things, and I don't want it to be, um, you know, an end-all, be-all, an all-inclusive kind of thing. So I just want to talk about some of the games and some of the things we've done in PE here and where I've gotten the inspiration from, because I think inspiration is everywhere. Absolutely. Now, you can go on social media. You can see some really cool stuff people are doing um, on Twitter and on uh, certain Facebook pages, things like that. And I think that's great. And Instagram and, and YouTube. And um, I do. I think that's awesome. I've, I've learned some things from people, obviously. And I've gotten some great ideas, modified some games, things like that. That is all good. And I think that's great. And you should continue to do that. However, I want you to take a look at some things that you're watching and things that you're reading and just things that you're doing and say, well, could this fit into my program? And I'm not saying everything has to fit into your program, but you know, I'll go with some things we've we've done this year. Well, you know, one thing is we brought in Webster. Our, I'm sure you've probably seen him if you follow me at all on social media. Webster's our wacky, waving, inflatable guy, red <laughs> tube guy, and he's been amazing for for our program. Now, um, I'm not actually sure where I got him from. Or, well, I know where we got him from. We got him from Amazon, but just the idea. Um, my, my para Seth brought him to our summer camp and I'm, and then he, we just had him like on the slide and we had him doing things with the kids and, and we're like, Hey, why don't we bring him to PE? And you know, it's just things we're doing. Like we're in the middle of a summer camp and he just brought him in and I'm like, well, how can we bring this into our program? Now, not everything has to go into our program. Of course, that'd be ridiculous. We just, everything we did in life, we brought into our program. However, if you really take a PE lens to things and say, well, what would, first of all, engage the students? What would, what, what are they into? And, you know, what can make your program better overall? And I knew that we were doing a, uh, like a traveling type theme this year. So I'm like, okay, well, we could dress him up. And we actually have another uh, Watson, my little giraffe stuffed animal. He's very sophisticated. So he is a, uh, and I did a mascot episode if anyone wants to check that out. If you haven't already, it's one of my recent episodes. But bringing a mascot in just from the summer camp, I think that was a great idea. And the kids love Webster. It is unbelievable. And, but we have them do things. And again, this isn't the, the mascot episode. If you want to listen to that, please go back and listen to the whole thing of what we do with Webster. But just in general, bringing him in was a game changer. So that's, I guess that's the first one I want to talk about today. I almost feel like I need some kind of like transition. Ready? All right. How was that air horn? That was pretty good, right? So the next one is uh, certain TV programs. I guess I'll list a few of them. And of course, there's more. I don't <laughs> hope I don't watch too much TV, but 
we do watch um, a couple programs that I've gotten some games from. Now, one of them is The Amazing Race, and we don't watch it all the time, my wife and I, but certain seasons that look uh, like pretty interesting or we know some of the people, not really, but off of you know other shows or whatever. Okay, last season on The Amazing Race, I saw two things that I'm like, oh, man, we got to try, and we've done one of them so far this year. So one of them, I'm not even sure the name of it, but it involves moving uh, kind of colors, like buckets back and forth and trying to get all the colors to align. And I was thinking we could use our, our bucket stacks to do that. But you could only move one bucket at a time, so it's kind of like a puzzle. I don't know how we would do that with so many students, but I was thinking maybe uh, with like cup stacking, like the little cups, and something like that where they had to move one at a time, um, just a puzzle. And um, the other thing we, we did already do in PE with fourth and fifth grade is folding, which is football bowling. And that was on The Amazing Race. I saw that it's actually, I guess it was created in uh, Detroit, Michigan. And it was just one of those kind of neat stories. Um, I had the students then watch it because I'm like, well, it's a target game. It's combining football and bowling. We're doing target games. The kids love to throw footballs. And you know, uh, what better way to do this? So basically, you have to throw a football back and forth and, and destroy the other team's uh, pins. And, you know, I modified it. We only use about three or four pins because I don't have a ton of pins. We did three on three, and uh, the kids loved it. And it was actually harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, but it was really a cool, you know, really cool thing to do. And I learned it from The Amazing Race. And, again, uh, some of these things, I'm not going to get into big details of all of them and how to play them, but, you know, just finding different uh, shows you that you enjoy and and like uh, like Survivor. I've I oh man I tried to not to watch not to watch Survivor for so long. I did. My wife was into Survivor for the past since I've known her for like fifteen years or whatever, and she'll kill me if I don't know the exact number, but around fifteen years. And I never watched. I took pride in the fact that I never watched Survivor. I don't know why. And then the past year or so, I'm like, hey, this is pretty cool. I might want to start watching this. So uh, just in general, puzzles, they, they do a lot of things with puzzles. And so I've, I'm like, well, how can I co- incorporate that into my PE class? And, you know, with between relay races and different blindfold challenges, I was thinking, now we haven't done some of these yet, but I'm just I'm getting these inspirations. I'm writing them down and I'm finding them um, just in all different you know things I'm watching. So that's another one, Amazing Race or Survivor. I'm going to give you an air horn again. That was fun. I don't know. Here's uh, I got some other stuff. Let's see. Ready? My applause. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, and some other ones too. Now on Netflix, there's a couple things I've seen that I really enjoy. I want to tell you about. So the one is called, it's, it's called For the Win. It's Brody Smith. He's a professional trick shot uh, Frisbee player guy sport person athlete um <laughs> frisbee enthusiast and he um he's traveling around the country i'm not sure about the world but he's traveling around the country and people are showing him these like unique games and i've already seen a few that i'm like wow and and some i've known but i've seen a few that i'm like we need to play this one of them is soccer golf and it kind of like that foaling right it's kind of combining two sports and I, I'm not saying these people invented it, but it was pretty cool. So he's on a soccer. There's actually soccer golf courses, 
because the hole is actually big. It's a big hole, and instead of like a little hole for the golf ball. But the same same rules apply. They have to kick it as hard as they can off the tee, and then you know just get in the hole. Now we don't have that at PE, but I use cones, and we did that recently. Again, we're doing target games, so they had to uh, kick it. Uh, you know, we did like a little shotgun start where different groups are starting at different uh, tees or teeing off at different holes, and they were going around the course. They kept score. And they're about three in a group. And it was really good. Um, but again, I got that from this uh, documentary. And another game I saw, which I would love to play, but we can't play it in PE. Unless you have a pool. Now, if you're teaching you know, high school and you have a pool, and I don't know, maybe you could make this work. Um, I'm, I think they call it Battleships. I'm not exactly sure what they called it. But it was something like Battleships. And honestly, it was like people had two canoes in a big pool. And they they had buckets, and they just had to try to sink the other ship by throwing water into the pool, into the or into the kayaks, and it was kind of fun to watch. At least it'd be kind of funny to play, and hopefully fun. Um, just games like that. Um, there were there were different tricks people were doing on like uh, pogo sticks and slack lines, things like that. So that's called For the Win. It's again, it's Brody Smith. It's on Netflix. Pretty cool. You should check that one out. I'm not gonna do another air horn, so I'm just gonna tell you about another one. So the next one is on Netflix as well. It's called Seven Days Out. Now, what I really like about this is that they took an event. Actually, there's about five or six events. And they show what it's like seven days before the event. And then six, five, four, three, two, one. And then the day of the event. For some reason, I love that. I do. I love seeing, and I'm not into fashion shows in you know Milan or whatever it was. But the behind the scenes of it is really cool. The seven, they're seven days out from opening a new restaurant, like a fancy, fancy restaurant in New York, like a really top restaurant that went through a remodel. There's, um, there's a thing with uh, NASA. There were seven days out from basically destroying this one ship that, or that landed on or orbited Saturn, maybe. Yeah, um, things like that. But I, I, what I liked about it is the filming process of it, and so I took that into some of the ways I film um, my videos. I even tried to do a seven days out from before school started, but I didn't want to bring videos into or like my camera into like meetings we were having and stuff like that. I don't think that'd be appropriate. So I'm not sure if, <laughs> if and when I put that together, it might not work as well as I thought, but you know, I was thinking of doing that seven days out from the finals of our, our chukeball tournament we do every year with fifth grade. So something like that, getting inspiration from there, I think it was just amazing. Okay. I'm gonna give you one more Netflix and it's chef's table. Now, I'm not a good cook at all. I'm okay. <laughs> but watching these chefs, and especially my favorite chef to watch um, is, I hope I say his name's, name right, it's Grant Ashes. I don't know how to say his last name. Ashats, I think Ashats. He is the head chef of one of the Michelin star restaurants or four Michelin stars or whatever it is. And actually, they were number one. I believe for at least a year, best restaurant in the world. Now I think they're now in the they're still in the top like twenty. They're in Chicago. It's called Alinea, but he has given me the inspiration of seeing things differently. Again, this goes back to inspiration is everywhere. He just the way he creates new dishes is something I've never ever seen before. It is just amazing. He'll he'll just and he just he'll look at this thing and I remember this. He made this little. Uh, with forks and knives and spoons, like this little almost like sculpture. And his he was trying to figure out how he can make each 
you know, fork be a little bite of something and then spoon and and just that would be how he'd present it to the to the, the the customers. Things like that. And and how they made like just these different things using uh like blow torches and things. It's just like unreal. So I admire people that take their craft to the next level. That's what I I want to be like that. And so I really think that's just a a fantastic thing to watch is chef's table. There's other chefs as well that do some amazing things. And so I want to talk about that as well. So Chef's Table, Netflix, those are my three Netflix right there. Okay, the final one is books. Now, I'm not going to list every single book. I've done some episodes on that. But there was an Audible book that maybe just look at my my teaching, my PE program, my craft differently. And it's just from one little thing. It's an, it's an art book. Um, I For some reason, I've, I've talked about this before. I don't know why. I love books about like art heist, like stolen artwork. I don't know why, because I'm not an artist. I can't draw anything, but I appreciate art. And I think it's just amazing. And uh, just the way people, the, the lengths they go through to steal something. And, you know, obviously people trying to get it back. And um, I don't know, there's something about that that's just amazing to me. I don't know why. But anyways, the one is called, the, the book I listened to on Audible, because I don't want to say I've read it because my wife will get mad at me, but I listened to it. It's called Art of the Heist. And the thing I got from it, because there was obviously some stolen, uh, this one was actually just about, uh, this, mainly about the scream. Um, if you can picture the, it's the famous one by Edward Munch. I forgot to say his name, but he, uh, if you picture, what's that movie? Uh, Home Alone <laughs> and Macaulay Culkin and his face, you know, I think they, they actually got inspiration from that painting. But anyways, it was about the, the the stolen or the heist of that painting. But the whole thing about that was that I that I really got out of it was that, and I never thought about it this way, when people steal a painting or even they buy a painting, it's theirs. There's no, uh, like if you buy a book, if you buy Shakespeare's book, there's you know millions of those and you don't own the words. You don't own... The you know it's copyrighted or not even let's just go with like Stephen King somebody more recent you know he's got millions of books out there if you bought it you don't own the words but if you buy a painting you own that it's yours it's only then there's only one of a kind there's no I mean there's there can be copies but there's only one of a kind and it I don't know why that just really struck me just as something that I. You know, I want to keep creating things that are just one of a kind that, uh, you know, people can emulate. Um, I don't mind sharing, of course, but, you know, there's one of a kind. It is mine. It is for my students. It is a masterpiece. And, you know, I feel like you could find, like I said, inspiration anywhere and everywhere. And so I want you to really think about that. And I don't know. That was my, I guess, my inspirational piece for the day. But anyways, now it's time for your cowbell tip of the day. All right, everybody. So for your tip of the day, I would say just try new things, listen to new things, watch new things, not just phys ed business things, art things, I don't say things, but art documentaries or art, you know, try new things, listen to things, watch new things, you know, talk to new different people you haven't talked to before, get out of your comfort zone. You never know. I mean, little things can help change your whole program, can change your whole life. 
So don't be afraid. Expand your reach. Write things down and just try them out and just make a whole list. And, you know, maybe something sticks. Maybe things don't stick. But something will stick. Maybe lots of things. And that'll just inspire you to, you know, to bring your program to a new level. Uh, that's my hope for you. I really hope you do that. And uh, that's it. That's your Cabo Tip of the Day. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening in. That was kind of my little inspirational, I don't know, podcast for the for the week. I hope you enjoy these episodes. I do like bringing you uh, people to listen to and to you know that I interview because I've learned so much from them and they are amazing. But you know, I like talking to myself, I guess, too, and and having you listen. So thank you for tuning in. You guys and girls from PE Nation are awesome. Here is a new beat for you. Take care.